Radio Theater is on the air. of the Wild West Show. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoop and holler and howl at the moon. Second performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky! Thank you, Texas Dick Bender, the voice of the million chicks over border radio. And thank you to the folks here at Kids Night at the Emory Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio. Kids Two Night. Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, and Joey the Cow Polka King here for your musical entertainment for the next little while. Kids Night means we do a kid's song. Yeah. A song that all the kids will know. They've been humming it for the last four or five years, ever since we put it out in our award-winning children's album, The Cowboys ABC. A is for the antelope, B for buffalo, C is for the cowboy, and D for the doggie slow. And E is for Eureka, F fool's gold, of course. Of course. G is for Gene Autry, and H is for my horse. I is for the Indian, J for Jubilee, yippee! K for the state of Kansas, and L for loco wee. M is for Montana, N for the new frontier. O is for the Oregon Trail, and B for the pioneer. Hey, boy. Hey, excuse me, Ranger Duck. Can I do a couple here? Boosh. Give it a try, side me. A Q is for a quick draw. Ooh. R for rodeo. Uh, S is for the sidekick. Ooh. And T for Texas. Yes, and U is for the state of Utah. That's right. The uh, varmint dance. Yeah. W is for water. Water. And X for the triple X ranch. Where we used to live. Y stands for yodel. Man, this is fun. And Z's for the bucking bronco. They call the zebra done. All right, y'all been paying attention out there. Ready, kids? Let's see if we can do it now. All together now. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U Farmer Dance W X 
Why? Zebra done. We're done. Ma! Boy, that was fine. Yeah. Well, neighbors, that lucky old son just rolls around heaven all day, but down here on Riders Radio Theater, we still have bills to pay. Check out this fine commercial message. Friends, what's the most common annoyance in today's world? Crummy grammar? I doesn't think so. Geraldo, close, but no petunia. Give up car alarms. Yes, car alarms. Going off at all hours, shattering your solitude, puncturing your peaceful urban life, driving you out of your ever-loving mind. But it doesn't have to be that way. Not with Yodelarm. Yes, Yodel Arm, a, a megaton of crime-stopping Yodel power crammed onto a microchip and bonded to your car. Listen to this genuine reenactment by professional ABC News reenactors. Yo, Frankie, check out the cherry Ferrari. Good call, Vinny. Here. What say we make with the heist rule? Good call, Vinny. Here, I'll just jimmy the door and... and... Oh, no. Oh no, yodel arm! We're cooked, but good! It's better than the stick, better than the club. Why? It actually helps catch the crooks! Jeez, it, Benny, the cop! I can't run. I gotta wait and see how long he holds that note. Up with your hands there, Vinny. Oh, no. You're under arrest, lad. You're going up the river this time. Oh, all right, Mike, you got me. But can you at least send me a CD of that guy in jail? Well, sure I can, Vinny. Pay it and be gone. That's a powerful yodeler, that it is. Put that powerful yodel arm to work for you. Only $9.99. You heard me right. $9.99. The car protection of a lifetime plus change from a sawbuck. one 900 yodel arm. That's one 900 yodel arm. Call now and remember. If your car goes, it'll meet with harm. Put a crook in the clink with yodel arm. Yodel arm. A division of Deadwood Darling. Remember, if you lick it, stick it, or pick it, it's probably from Deadwood Darling. <laughs> Riders Radio Theater sends a great big western howdy to our station of the week, KIOS in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> and now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little love, Dura Rag. Yes, neighbors, it's time to kick off your boots 
loosen your girdle, and get ready for some high-powered entertainment. That's right, it's guest time on Riders Radio Theater, and here to bring on tonight's guest star, the award-winning Woody Paul. Oh, thank you, Texas Bix. Folks, here's a fellow we ran into out in California a little while back. He got up on stage with us and yodeled with us and made history, and history is about to repeat itself here tonight. Please put your paws together for yodeler, singer, man about town, and cross three recording artist, Wiley of the Wild West Show. Yes. Why, thank you. We're glad to have you here, Wiley. You're, you're one of the greatest yodelers in this country. Well, I appreciate that, especially coming from you, Doug. And a fine, of course, a legendary songwriter. You have a hot new video out, don't you? That's right. Uh, we're trying to bring yodeling back as, as uh, the writers in the scar. I did my best to kill it, Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been doing really well on country music television and the Nashville Network, and folks seem to want to hear that yodeling. Well, let's sing it. All righty. Small town boy from Montana He wore a red bandana with a guitar Always close at hand Led by his intuition He had but one ambition To become the greatest yodeler in the land You could find him on the streets In the alleys and the bars Correcting and perfecting his tune But now the townsfolk just like Turned their backs He was the local yodeling fool now he practiced every day, he practiced every night, his song seemed to be his only friend. Now one day he disappeared and them townsfolk cheered Hurry, we'll never have to hear him again Well, no longer on the streets, in the alleys, in the bars Could you hear his lonesome tune? Oh, the boy had gone and taken with him his song Of the local yodeling fool Farmer Bill had his truck parked on a hill with his radio blaring across the town. Well, now, who should he hear coming in so loud and clear? It was that local yodeling clown. Well, it was heard up on the streets, in the alleys, in the bars, the voice that rang so true. Well, they heard that shout. They knew without a doubt it was the local yodeling fool. Here we go. <laughs> 
Thank you. Oh. oh, my. Just when I thought I'd burn this crowd out on yodeling, here comes a fresh <laughs> voice to wake them up again. I yeah, felt the yodeling great. fairy go through the crowd right there. <laughs> that's incredible, that Wiley. Was that was great. Well, you know, it's a great life you lead, Wiley, traveling around the country, yodeling, singing cowboy songs for a living. Well, sure it is, Slim, but yes. mentally it's pretty demanding. Wow. Oh, come on, Wiley. I mean, I admit it's a little grueling at times, but let's face it, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to do what you do. No. Well, Ranger Doug, yeah, you do. You Sir? Do? Sir? Well... That's actually my day job. I'm a brain surgeon. Really? really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who would yeah. have thought? I've got a little operating room in the back of my bus. No. Uh, I, I always wondered what went on in the back of them buses. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know. I'm working on some new techniques to increase people's brain power. I was hoping to get a shot at uh, whoever writes these scripts. Well, uh... He left the building, right, Vix? Oh, yeah. He's got something about Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's too bad. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Well, it sounds like uh, important work, Wiley. So good luck. Folks, another round of applause for the Yodelin' Brain Surgeon, Wiley and the Wild West Show. Thank you. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddlebound. We'll be right back. We continue now with our National Beatle Polka Countdown with survey song number nine, number nine, number nine. Ticket to ride. Polka! Welcome back, Buckaroos and Buckarets. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode five of the exciting Western melodrama, Marauders of the Cosmos. As faithful as this one, no doubt, recall, the last suspected habitat of the legendary Studebaker Golden Hawk is believed to be the Grand Crouton Mountains in Tumbleweed Valley. And if we prove at least one is still living there, we can stop development under the Endangered Species Act. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to the riders, the depraved miscreant Slocum has leased the grandest crouton of them all, Mount Brigitte, 
and plans to build a huge rocket gun up its towering side. Then in our last episode, Slocum took his 300-pound doofus and told him to... Post no trespassing signs on my mountain, Charlie. And if you see anybody up there, run them off. And don't be nice about it. Right. <laughs> Later that same day, Miss Marm, the Valley's stalwart school teacher, was accosted by Charlie and trapped at the edge of a deep, treacherous ravine. Now you're gonna get it. At that perilous moment, famed cowboy poet Baxter Black appeared on the opposite side of the ravine and gnawed down a sapling, <laughs> which fell across it. This formed a slender bridge, which allowed the life Miss Marm to escape to safety. I'll get you yet. But when Charlie tried to cross the narrow bridge, it broke and... <laughs> Miss Marm then did the natural thing. She stood on her tiptoes and kissed her benefactor on the cheek. It was at that moment that riders in the sky searching for a rare bird came into view on a nearby knoll. Is that Miss Marm? It is Miss Marm. Oh no! Miss Marm is kissing somebody besides Ranger Doug. <gasps> is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Time to find out as we now present episode five entitled, How Do You Mend a Broken Heart? <sighs> as thunderheads roll in and the sky begins to darken, it's a long, dreary ride back to the famed old Harmony Ranch for a stunned and shocked Ranger Doug. Gosh, Ranger Doug, why would she be kissing somebody else? I don't know, Too Slim. Oh, he is probably spouting poetry to her. He's a great poet, you know. Yeah, and a great guy, yeah. too. Oh, he's a super guy. Yeah. Any girl would be lucky to have a guy like him. Yeah. She probably fell for him like a heifer in heat. <laughs> is there any end to it, Ranger Doug? Apparently not. We're back at the old famed Harmony Ranch. What did I tell you about women? You can't trust them. Why, they'll lead you on and dump you like a heifer in heat. <laughs> I know you mean well, side meat. Eh? Yeah. Ranger no Doug, you need to eat. I'll fix you something. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm not that despondent. Meanwhile, back at the ravine on Mount Brigitte in the Grand Croutons, Charlie is nearing the bottom which just happens to be where Highway 410A begins its descent into Tumbleweed Valley, and as luck would have it, a tour bus is passing right below Charlie's tumbling body. What's that sound? Ooh. Sounds like a huge doofus free-falling down a ravine. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds like that doofus hit us. The uh. doofus did hit and land on top of the bus, and just as he drags his dazed body to his feet... Uh. Stop the bus! Whoa! The sudden stop sends Charlie tumbling head over heels off the bus and crashing to the ground below. There he is. <gasps> it is a doofus. I can help this man. Let's get him into the operating room in the back of the bus. As the door closes on the giant tour bus, the sky, which has been clouding up for some time, trembles from the roll of thunder and sunders with a crack of lightning. A huge electrical storm breaks over the valley. Inside the bus, the hapless Charlie is carried to a spotless, brightly lit white room in the rear. Careful. Careful. Okay. Put him up on the operating table. It's easier said than done. Okay, boys. One, two... Oh, hey. Good. Masks on everybody. Boris, you'll assist. Check. Skill saw. Check. Power on. Check. 
Here we go. Power off. What do you see? Nothing but bone. This is the hardest head I've ever seen. This guy's a definite bonehead. Well, we knew that going in, but there's got to be a brain in here, and I won't stop till I find it. Power on. Check. Well, this could go on for some time. And while it does in Tumbleweed City, Slocum is making a phone call to a major armament manufacturer. Boy, that's a good connection. I don't even have to pick it up when I hear the guy. Acme armaments. Now get your pencil ready. I want to order some parts to build a rocket gun. Brady build. A gun permit. Gun permit? It's ridiculous. I'm building a space gun, for heaven's sake. Guns are guns. Well, where do I get a permit? Local sheriff. Yeah. Well, all right. You'll be hearing from me. I guess it's time I paid a little visit to the high sheriff. Meanwhile, back at the traveling brain surgeons, while a fierce electrical storm rages outside, inside the good doctor's bus, an amazing discovery is about to be made. Holy smokes! Power off! What is it? I found it. Found what? His brain. Where? Right there. Where? There, that little pea-shaped thing. That's it? Well, a common house cat has a bigger brain than that. True, but even a pea brain like this can be powered to a level of genius with my noodle magnifying transmitter. It's gonna take a lot of noodle magnifying for this one. Well, you're right. A brain this minuscule will take more power than the bus engine can generate. Eureka! We'll have to harness the lightning, quick! Run a wire from my transmitter to the lightning rod on the roof of the bus. We're going to create a brainstorm in this doofus. <laughs> in no time, the bizarre equipment is ready and awaiting nothing more than nature's most powerful special effect, a megabolt of pure lightning. And with frightening quickness, it comes. Drawn by the lightning rod, millions of watts of pure electric power flow through the bus, frying circuits, popping fuses, and jappy, zapping Charlie's pea brain. Oh, 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 wow! Oh. <laughs> I've done it! Is he dead? No, he's just passed out from the energy burst. Was the operation a, a success or a failure? Well, only time will tell if it was a true success, but I can tell you right now there's no way it was a failure. This guy couldn't possibly be any dumber than he was. Okay, let's close them up, bandage them up, and drop them off at the nearest town. We've got a gig to get to in San Berdu. While this is going on in the nearest town, Tumbleweed City, a snake slinks out of the storm and into the high sheriff's office. Oh, who's that? Who is it? Uh, oh, it's you, Mr. Slocum. Yeah, let me get my raincoat here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to, uh, I'm here to get a rocket gun permit. Uh, sir? I'm building a rocket gun on the south slope of Mount Brigitte. The grandest crouton of them all. Oh, uh, yeah. I got 75 trucks bringing in building materials starting tomorrow afternoon. But I can't get the firing mechanism from Acme without a rocket gun permit. Mm-hmm. Well, let me see what I got here in the wet permits. Uh, There's one for Uzis. No. Salt rifles. No. Thompson submachine guns. No. Howitzers. No. Thermal nuclear weapons. Well, maybe. Rocket guns. That's it. That's it. Give it to me. Rocket guns. 
Yeah. Not so fast, Hoss. You get uh, one of these permits, you've got to answer a few psychological profile questions. Wow. Like what? Well, like question number one, what's your name and where do you live? Well, Ace Winburn Slocum in Tumbleweed City. All right. Question number two, uh, do you plan to use this weapon in the commission of a felony? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> All right. Question number three, are you more than half a bubble out of plum? No. Listen, you spot it, you got it, pal. <laughs> All right, question number four. Yeah. Why do you want this weapon? Why, to defend myself from space burglars, <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, well, that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah. Well, um, all right, Mr. Slocum, you've qualified for a rocket gun permit. Oh, Here it is. Thanks. <laughs> well, is there anything else that the Sheriff's Department can do to help you out? Just let me know. Well, I will. <laughs> of course, there'll be a five-day waiting period before you can shoot anybody. Huh? That's the law, five days. Oh, well, no problem. I can forge a new date on this Sir? thing. I mean, I can live with that. Give me that permit. All right, here you go. Thanks. <laughs> short while later, on the outskirts of Tumbleweed City, a large touring bus stops and deposits a heavily bandaged figure by the side of the road. Oh, my head. What's the meaning of these sutures in my cranium? As the bus then rolls off into the night towards San Bernou, the heavily bandaged figure makes its slow, laborious way towards the only home he's ever known, the Drygulch Saloon. What rough beast slouches toward Bethlehem, waiting to be born? What has happened to Charlie's brain? Despite what he said on his gun permit application, it's looking more than a half a bubble out of plum. And what about Ranger Doug's broken heart? Uh, well, you won't find the answers to these questions on the psychic hotline, but you will find them right here, same time, same station, next week in episode six of Marauders of the Cosmos, entitled Flowers for Charlie or The Doofus Gets a Brain. It's far-fetched, imagination-straining, nevertheless fun melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this, Theater of the Mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky, Joey the Cow, Polka King, and Brain Surgeon Western singing Wiley in the Wild West Show. Oh, daddy, oh, daddy, 
And he rounds up his cattle each fall This is the VXU Radio Network.